That's not bad. It's a little unnerving, but I think we'll be all right. It's Monday. Wake <laughs> up. That's that's like an alarm clock in music Wake right up. there. <laughs> Magnificat Radio at MagnificatMedia.com. Mike and Lisa Austin here on your morning tradition for a Monday morning. It's where we are. Living our faith. Holy cow. So, uh, we welcome you back with some orchestral music, apparently. Hope you had a good weekend, a very blessed weekend. Hope things are going smoothly for you. And praise be Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. Now and forever. This morning, we uh, we look ahead at, oh, just in case you're thinking your kids are really, really smart. I mean, you homeschool, you listen to Our Lady of Victory School's homeschooling tip of the week, which comes on here throughout your day. You got it. You are ahead of the schedule. There's a student that we got to tell you about. But now I will, I will, here's a little caveat. This student is not homeschooled. Mm-hmm. However, a brainiac nonetheless. So it can be done. Whatever you're talking about. (laughs) I I don't want to give up too much. Okie dokie. So I'm trying to be stealthy yet enough information to not sound like I'm completely out of my mind. Which, as we all know, is really hard for me to do. (laughs) Uh, Coming up, yes, anyway, so this this student, and I'm hoping I can pronounce her name right because... And this is story later in the show? This is the one we're going to end the day with. You know how, Lisa, we always like to end the show with kind of an up thing, a little positive thing? Exactly. Yeah, it's inspirational for your students. Mm-hmm. How things can, can get done. Oh, yes. If you're not preoccupied with, you know, other stuff. So, there you go. All right. All right. And if you instill the right values in your children at an early age, uh-huh. things can happen that are just amazing. Uh, did we do Praise Be Jesus, Mary and Joseph? We did. Now and forever? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, coming up this week, some of the guests we have lined up for you here on your morning tradition. Uh, we're going to have a Catholic poet. Yes, we it's are. A Catholic poet that's it's prose that doesn't rhyme, which I've always had a hard time with. Well, it kind of rhymes. It's very well structured. Yes. It's a great poem. It's a great story. I am I the was, pentameter, as we say, I think. Oh. How about that? I was blown away when I first opened it up and started reading it. Yeah. I was I was very impressed. So anyway, we're going to talk later this week with Jonas Perez. Mm-hmm. Also, of course, Louis Tafari will be on with us. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get our, uh, our, uh, our Magnificat Media Historian on with us to talk a little, a little bit about the Crusades later this week. Are we? Is it tomorrow? Tomorrow. That would be tomorrow. Mr. Yes. Garrison joins us. Tuesday. All right. All right. Today is uh, National. What did, I, did I write that down? Where's that? Oh, here it is. Barbershop Quartet Day. Oh, I love Barbershop Quartet. Let's see if we can find some Barbershop Quartet here oh, in just a minute. Yeah, I do too. It. It's love beautiful. It, love it. it is. They have comp- competitions. I know. That... It just blows you away. Anyway, National Teach Children to Save Day. Teach your children to save? Save, not shave. Save. You might have to do that, too. Save anything, right? Save money. Oh, it is save money. Save your... Well, that's what I'm assuming. I don't know what. Save the whales? What? Save. (laughs) What what else would they be saving? Like maybe their good shoes and they could pass them on to somebody else or... You know, some or just good look clothing. at them and say, "Today's National Teacher Children to Save Day. I am teaching you to save those thoughts and do not bring them out again." 
save your words, youngster. <laughs> Zip it. <laughs> uh, it's National Cheese Fondue Day. Ooh. Have you ever had fondue? Yes. We got a fondue set for a, a Christmas or for a Christmas for a wedding gift. Uh-huh. And I have to apologize right now. If the person listening gave who gave us that fondue gift, the cheese fondue, who gives a cheese fondue set? Really? Well, ha- why not? Have we ever used it ever? Uh, yeah, we did. When? Long time ago. Yeah, exactly. Yes, we have. A long time ago when we thought we were cool and they, hey, let's use this. And then you use it once you go like, this is a lot of work. Yeah, it can be. I used to do it with my family more often. We used to cook the the meat yeah. and then uh, dump them in little sauces that we had around. Yeah. But you could actually have a cold fondue, too. You can just do a lot of different things. A lot of people food. do like strawberries and chocolate. Yeah. It just seems for all the work you do, you get one little bite of meat and then you got to go back again and wait your turn. I want a plate of food. You don't have to wait your turn because it's all right there. You just stick your your little fork in the yeah. in the boiling oil. Yeah, or the and cheese. You cook it yourself. And or I don't the want hot cheese. Yeah, right. But or the I don't hot chocolate. I don't want my food dipping into other people where other people are dipping their food. It's oh, not that's commun- your deal. I don't want communal food. Well, that's part well, of see, it. Well, see, this is why we didn't eat it then more often. Exactly, and it's in the closet upstairs. Well, now I know you never told me that. Anybody want a cheese fondue set? We've got no. one. Cheap. Cheap. Mm-hmm. When are we going to... We've used the forks for cookouts, but the that's The kids it. and I will. You can go eat on for on your own. I will have a plate of food, and I'll be done. I'll you go, go are you guys, salad. Are you done eating yet? I've already had my food. <laughs> and also today, this is one that's near and dear to our heart. Today is World Parkinson's Disease Day. Oh. And so... Um, yes. We, are, we want to... Uh, Grand Rapids, that. Michigan has the... What do they call that? It's like the epicenter. The research hospital. Mm-hmm. For Parkinson's disease. Yep. So that's where all the, the stuff is being tested. Ah, all the good stuff. Had a sip of Abbey Roast. Hang on just a second. Okay. Talk amongst yourselves. I got to... Mm. Ah. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed that. <laughs> that's very good. Kind of gross, and but... You shared it, it with all of us. There you go. Uh, coming up in just a minute, our guest today is a Catholic, a Roman Catholic clinical psychologist yes now stick with me on this because you don't hear about these too much no especially one who went through some very rough times um someone who's used to helping people get through their own problems Mm -hmm. and then through no fault of her own ended up with some very tough things going on in her life and wrote about it through prayer meditation you know prayer and Really, she's, she's the directives of of the Holy Ghost, really. Yeah. So we're going to talk with Suzanne Jamail from Flint, Michigan. Now, if I'm saying I'm saying Flint, Michigan, automatically I just want you to get this out of your head. The water. Yes, we all know the water. <laughs> yes, we do. That's, that's the thing. But um, there's other things going on there. Yeah. So she'll be our guest coming up here in just a little bit. Right now, I believe I'm ready to ask the all-important question this morning, Lisa. Are you ready? How can you know where you're going? If you don't know where you've been. That's why we do this day in history. history. Any day in history. Day that will go down in history. History of this day. This day in history. This day in history. Today happens to be the 11th day of April in the year of our Lord, 2016. There are, where's my stuff? Here it is. 102nd day of the year is about 260 whatever left. Hey, 
It was on April the 11th, 491. I just, I love saying these. Flavius Anastasius. Yes. Becomes the Byzantine emperor with the name of Anastasius. The, the first. first. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On this day in 1079, Bishop Stanislaus of Krakow is executed by order of Boleslav II of Poland. Poland. That's St. Stanislaus. I know. All right. Uh, 1814, Napoleon was exiled to the island of Elba. On this day in 1899, the treaty ending the Spanish-American War took effect. In 1909, the city of Tel Aviv, Israel, was founded. <laughs> On this day, April 11th in 1945, Allies liberated Buchenwald. Buchen. Buchenwald. Thank you. Yep. Concentration camp. And I think the W is a V, too. I think it's Buchenwald. Hi. 1951, President Harry Truman fired General Douglas MacArthur. On this day, April 11th in 1968, President Lyndon B. Johnson signed the 1968 Civil Rights Act. And there you go. Now you know exactly where it is that you have been. Douglas MacArthur get Well, this is spooky. Why do we get all sad? Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Can we have some happier music, please? Thank you. That's beautiful. I thought maybe we had like an emergency outside. Oh. I was going to like drop drop Stop and roll. Drop and roll. <laughs> this is <laughs> This is a little bit better. All right. By the way, Douglas MacArthur, President Harry Truman fired him. This is the quote. Remember that? Uh, old soldiers never die. They just fade away. So he said. Uh. All right. Well, we're going to this is I don't know where we're getting this music from. This is bizarre. Now harp music will get you into your... Okay, one last shot, and then we're going to take the break. Okay, close enough. We got... We're going to come back, and we're going to talk with Dr. Suzanne Jamel. Her book is called Healing from Heaven. She'll explain where she came up with that line and how all that came about. It's Mike and Lisa Austin on Magnificat Radio. MagnificatMedia.com is your morning tradition where we are. Living our faith. Welcome back to Magnificat Radio here at MagnificatMedia.com. Mike Lisa Austin on your morning tradition where we are... Living our faith. And living that faith sometimes is a little more difficult than others. You know, we, we like to pat ourselves on the back and we like to say we are good God-fearing people. And we like to uh, th say they, oh, we are so steadfast in our faith. And then sometimes the next thing, you know, and that's when things are good. When things go bad, then we start to get a little worried. Um, then it's really tested. And it is tested. And we have to go on this sort of journey. And sometimes we have to go on a sometimes uh, a multiple journeys. Joining us now is a, a, a woman who, who wrote about that, that journey. Joining us uh, about her book, Healing from Heaven. Please welcome Dr. Suzanne R. Jamail. Dr. Jamail, it's nice to have you with us. Thank you for joining Thank you. Us. Thanks for having me. Uh, <laughs> And and tell the dogs we said hi. Uh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Are, That's okay. Now, do they think I'm attacking? Oh, sorry about that. No, do, do they think I'm attacking or something? They're not worried that I'm gonna. Uh, he well, wants to play. Oh well, don't we all? My German Shepherd. I see that. 
<laughs> you know, but that you know what? The, sometimes you just gotta you just gotta grin, and, and that's just right. you, we learn these lessons. Uh, Doctor Jamel, now I'm calling you Doctor Jamel because you are a clinical psychologist, correct? Yes. Okay. And I how, have a PhD in cl- clinical psychology. Uh, as such, do you? I mean, and I know very little about the field, but do you have people mm-hmm. come in and lay on the couch and tell you their troubles? Is that how that works? Um, if they want, yeah, they can. They can hop on the couch, or they can sit in a chair, whatever. Whatever is comfortable. Most comfortable, All right? right. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I want to know about now. Your book, Healing from Heaven, is about your own private journey and as a clinical psychologist how do you go about healing your well you don't heal yourself apparently it's healing from heaven for you can give us your story Mm -hmm. in brief would you please sure um i have a private practice in flint michigan Mm -hmm. which at one time did very well um when i started my practice it was it was booming it was doing very well it's uh, that's where GM um, is situated, and I had a thriving practice. Mm-hmm. Loved it, loved the area, loved my work, and uh, and, and then GM had its its huge issue and uh, collapsed essentially, mm-hmm. and so went uh, most of most of my work. Um, Perhaps we should we should bring people into the into the fold here because when you say Flint, Michigan mm-hmm. today, right away everyone thinks about the water, right? But Flint, Michigan is that's Buick City, man. That's 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 Correct. that right. is where it was all done there. And then mm-hmm. when the auto industry kind of went uh, upside down a few years ago, so did all right. the other uh, sort of peripheral things. And your practice being one of them, I guess. That's correct. Okay. And my business was literally cut in half. And so was my income as a as a result. Uh, I, I just I just continued to work, but it was very very difficult to to continue um, to get uh, referrals. People were scrambling about, and the last thing in the world they wanted to do was to go talk to a psychologist. Hmm. If anything, they wanted a drink or or an antidepressant, some yeah. quick fix, yeah. or or a car to get a uh, to get the heck out of dodge, so to speak. So um, the the collapse of my practice, along with a, uh, several other uh, serial setbacks, culminating with my mom's diagnosis of breast cancer, oh I just thought I just can't handle it anymore. I just, you know, I, I said, dear God, you know, I'm o- I'm over it. You have to help me. I'll do whatever you want. Use me any way you want. And I'll and I'll do it. I'll do whatever you want because things aren't working, and that's really how it happens. And so you, as someone who helped people through their struggles, mm-hmm. and obviously a Christian woman, a, a Roman Catholic clinical psychologist, which how do you how did you, I guess, marry those two things for your patients? After after this happened. Yeah, well, right were you? On, I mean, right from the from onset, the were you able to talk with patients when things were booming? Were you able to even bring that into the fold? I mean, as a as a Catholic, a Roman Catholic, did that come into the the picture I did, for you? Yes, yes, I did, and of course, I was never pushy about it. 
Um, but certainly if a patient brought it up or if I felt that the timing is right, I would bring it up. Mm-hmm. You know, sensing their, their need to hear something along those lines, I would bring it up. Um, it's, it's always been central to my practice. Um, there's a crucifix in my office. There's always been a crucifix in my office. So, um, so mm-hmm. now, so now, let me just bring you forward. Things start to collapse. Things go bad, right. and here you are, uh-huh. a person who's helping other people, str- right. suddenly struggling to help yourself. It seems that must have been very perplexing for you. Yeah, right. It was. It was terrible. It was absolutely terrible, and I knew that I didn't need psychological help. I needed God's help because it was way beyond you know, anything right. a human could do mm-hmm. to do for me. There was so much I was I was struggling with. Um and like I said, culminating with my mom's diagnosis of breast cancer, that was the pivotal point where I said I just can't deal with this anymore mm-hmm. on my own. I, I needed God's help. And so I prayed to him. I said, just please, I will do whatever you want. Use me any way you want. I just need to get through this storm. I just need to get through it. So what I did was um, I would get up at 2 or 3 in the morning, every morning for six months. And I wrote my journal with my own journal. And... um, I knew it was my assignment, I knew it would change me, and I knew it would help other people. And I never ever hesitated, and I was absolutely excited to write. Every morning at 2 or 3, I would spring from bed on fire to write with absolutely no clue what I would say. Isn't that something? No clue. Do you yes. do you think writing this journal then was your answer from God to your prayer? Yes, absolutely. Isn't that funny? And and God decided absolutely. to get you up at two thirty in the morning. See, that's a little penance. <laughs> a little penance for you there. I know. I know. <laughs> right. I was like, can I please have a couple coffee first? Right. So so uh-huh. let's. So how long did it take you? We're talking with Doctor uh, Suzanne R. Jamail, and uh, a, a Roman Catholic clinical psychologist. Uh, her book is Healing from Heaven, and the 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 story is uh, with the economy collapse and Flint, Michigan, which not only econ- economically, but if for folks who don't know, not the safest town in the world either. No. Right. And so, do you, and, but now you don't live in Flint anymore. No, I, at the time, um, at the time I was writing the book, I lived in Grand Blank, which is just outside of, of Flint, okay. and um, right, but mm. I moved back to Canada two years ago. Okay, so just mm-hmm. over the border in Canada now, which is just on the other side of Detroit, is where you are. Right. right? Yeah, and so right. um, you're 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 writing this 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 journey, this journal mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. things that are happening to you, and and two thirty in the morning. Did you see as you went along? a change in yourself, in your attitude, in your life, in, in things. I did. I was my I was much brighter. My affect was much brighter. I've never been a a, a depressed person. I've mm-hmm. never been depressed, but I have been anxious and I was very anxious prior to writing the book because because of what was happening around me. Circumstances that I could not control. And I was 
very, very anxious. And that's when I prayed. I, I prayed, and I talk about that in, in, in my book where I said I prayed uh, in, a, in a moment bordering on panic, and it was. I was, I was like, freaking out. And I, and I heard... I heard him, um, and it it turned things around because I knew those words were not my own, and um, I thought, well, so you really have to just let him lead. You know, be humble enough to realize you can't order your life. Sometimes everything falls apart, so better things can fall into place. And I just stopped worrying. And uh, you really let him take over. You really let go of everything, didn't you? Yes, I did. I did. Yeah. Isn't that funny? We 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 like to think that we are in complete control, and every time oh. we start to get a little too arrogant about that, things really yes. turn belly up. <laughs> yes. They do, don't they? Absolutely, yes. And, and, mm-hmm. so, and so, Doctor Jamail, as you're writing this, you didn't start writing to write a book. You were just journaling to try and empty your thoughts and your heart, and. And eventually, right. at, at some point, you said, this ought to be a book. This is going to help some people. What types of things were coming out that you were writing down? Can you share that? Yes. Um, uh, wow. So many different different things. I mean, without, without I, you know, without, uh, I don't want to get too raw on the nerves or anything like that, mm-hmm. but stuff that you, I mean, that's in the book, even, Healing from Heaven. What kinds mm-hmm. of things were you seeing come out of yourself that maybe even surprised yourself? Um, one of the things that I noticed uh, was the repetition of of words that I just felt compelled to do, mm-hmm. to write and to rewrite, like cast your cares, cast your cares. Um it, I, there were there was repetition throughout the book, and it was necessary, I think, for me to really grasp it. You know, not not just to write it down once, but mm-hmm. several times. Cast your cares. You know, mm-hmm. um, believe God is in control over your life. For someone like me, who's who who likes to have all of her ducks in a row, and then all of a sudden to see no ducks. There were no ducks. Um, to really realize that I had to let go, and I saw that, and I felt myself lifting um, above these circumstances and feeling very optimistic, very hopeful, um, mm-hmm. very held, very taken care of, that things were going to be fine, and I had to just keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, the more I wrote, the more um, sure, the more certain I was that my life would would move in the direction it was meant to be. And I had to have faith that even if everything fell apart, I would still be fine, hmm. regardless. We're um we're in. Let me just uh, clarify because as we're talking about the economy, when it did start mm-hmm. going back, it was about two thousand nine all the way up mm-hmm. through say twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. We started to yes. make a little change. What, it, it, those are the years you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. Well, hang on just a second, Doctor, because we got to take a break and come back. Doctor Susan Suzanne Jamel. Healing from Heaven is the book, and we want to get more of this background story on the way. We've got Stephen Cox with some news of your Monday on the way, and 
How many Ivy League schools would you like to have a shot at? <laughs> All of them. Well, this young lady might. Anyway, I have, I have a good story about that. More learning on the way. Mike and Lisa Austin here. It's Magnificat Radio at MagnificatMedia.com. Your morning tradition where we are. Living our faith.